Welcome to American Players Theater Talk Backs to Go. I'm Buzz Kemper, and I invite you to take a walk up the hill with Orange Schroeder and me as Orange talks with APT stage managers Evelyn Matten and Jackie Singleton. We have a special treat today. We're going to talk to uh, some of the really important people behind the stage at American Players Theater. I have with me Evelyn Matten and Jackie Singleton, who are both stage managers. And I wanted to start out by asking each of you to talk a little bit about how long you've been at APT and what shows you're um, stage managing this season. If we can start with you, Jackie. Sure. Uh, so this is my 18th season here at APT, and uh, this season I'm stage managing Twelfth Night and Fences. And this is my 28th season at APT, and I am stage managing Macbeth, and I will be doing Doll's House Part 2 in the fall. And is that an average two two shows per season per stage manager? Pretty much. Sometimes sometimes I do what we call show nine, the final, the false show. Um, I did that one last year, so I was actually doing three, and Evelyn did one. But generally, it's about two a year for most of us. And do you each do one that opens um, in June and one that opens in August? Um, it depends on the year, quite honestly. We have a staff of 10 in uh, the stage management department, five uh, union stage managers and five ASMs. So we divide those up according to what's needed on each project. But mostly everyone has two projects that they're working on. And a lot of us don't really know much about stage managers. And I'd like to ask you each to talk a little bit about um, what you do, when do you start getting involved in the um, production, and how long do you stay with the show? Well, I guess I should start. Um, I'm a year-round member of the staff here at American Players Theatre, so I'm working on season 2020, even as we speak, with Brenda and Carrie. Um, so uh, I stay, or I start with the projects as we're starting, thinking about them and scheduling them, and I hire the staff, and they join us uh, sometimes when their schedule allows. In March for our design conference, the stage managers come in to learn about their shows, but they all start a week before the season begins. So we have a week to prep the place as well as get ready for the shows. And then um, we have one stage manager who leaves early, but everybody else stays for the full season. And then if we have people working into the fall, they'll stay through the fall show. So um, the stage manager is not involved through the full rehearsal process of the show. They are involved for the whole process. So they start before the actors arrive and they stay until the show closes. And is that also true of the director? Jackie, why don't you take over? All right, that is definitely not true of the director. So the director leaves on opening night, um, and it's our job as the stage managers to then um, maintain the show in the way that the director intended it to be when he or she left on opening night. So I will give notes to the actors after every performance, um, talking about sometimes talking about technical things, words, lines, I couldn't quite hear that, and sometimes talking about intentions and, you know, through line. Uh, I thought that the, I thought that that scene went really well tonight. I thought you had a lot of drive or I really could follow the through line, that, those sorts of notes. So we give those um, after every show to, uh, to the company. And what does that look like? Do you all gather together backstage? or No, usually what we do, because there are so many days that elapse in between shows here, um, 
Um, so I'll do Twelfth Night and then we'll do Twelfth Night five or six or 10 or 12 days later for the next time. So I usually give those notes um, about the previous performance um, the day of the next performance before we start. Um, and I'll just grab, usually I'll just grab people individually and have a conversation with them about what I thought went really well or didn't go so well the last time. And how does the director um, communicate to you what they want you to be watching for after they leave? Well, it's really a process and why we're in rehearsal to begin with, or one of the reasons, because we listen to what they work on with the actors and help um, learn what the intentions are of how the storytelling is happening. Um, there is not just directors, but there's vocal coaches, there's fight choreographers, there's dance choreographers. So we're um, doing a lot of observation and taking in what the intent of all of it is. Um, certainly when people leave, directors and voice coaches, they often will tell us things to keep an eye on or things that they were working towards and that the actors are still working on. Since we are in a rep situation, we know our shows evolve and grow and deepen as the season goes on. So there are uh, lots of things that we know to keep an eye on, whether it's going to grow the way we don't want it to grow or whether it's going to deepen the way we want it to. And oftentimes we'll call, if we have a question about where a play's gone, we'll call our directors after they're gone to say, tell me a little bit more, let's talk about this. Do you think this is right or should we be pulling it back or changing it or talking to the director about it going a little off course? And where are you during the show? So we sit in the booth right behind you. So if you're coming to see the show tonight, you can uh, turn around and wave. Um, and uh, uh, so we, uh, during the show, we're sitting up there. We're uh, calling, what we call it, um, the lights and the sound cues. So basically we're telling the light board operator and the sound board operator when to execute their cues to change the lights or to make the sounds go. Um, and we're also sitting there observing the action and taking notes. And we're also there mostly um, uh, in case we we have to stop the show. Sometimes that'll be our voice that you'll hear on the microphone doing a rain hold or something like that. So we're looking at the weather, we're looking at the show, we're executing the light and sound cues. So that's basically what we do during the course of a production. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> it's actually really fun. I mean, I... Uh, I love to watch the show and watch the shows grow and change throughout the season. So it's always really exciting for me to be able to go in and see a show. And in rep, because it's, you know, you're not doing eight shows a week of the same show all the time. So every show in rep is like, it's like a different experience. Every, every show is memorable because there's because we don't do them that much. So um, it's, really, it's really cool to be able to go be in, um, uh, and say, oh, great, it's 12th night tonight after you've been in rehearsal for Fences for five days, you know, um, to be able to go back to the show and say, all right, let's do this one tonight. This is exciting. And how do you become a stage manager? I think we all have different paths within our department. Um, and I think it's a matter of sometimes when you found what stage management was, um, I was going to college for business and joined a theater group, and that's how I found stage management. And then I went to grad school. And I started being a stage manager in high school when I didn't really know what that was. And But I had a technical director in high school who said, you would be good at this. You should do this. And I said, oh, I never thought about that. That's like an actual job that you can go and do. <laughs> so then I went to college, and that was sort of my declared intention, although I didn't major in stage management because there was no stage management major back in the day uh, in undergrad. Um, and so, and then I just started doing it out of school, and I never went to grad school. I consider my eight years in Chicago working non-equity theater as sort of my grad school. <laughs> and what um, 
what does an assistant stage manager do? Is that a path to becoming a stage manager or is that a, Absolutely. a different role? Um, I started here as an assistant stage manager. Uh, my first season was as an ASM. An assistant stage manager is really a co-partner for stage managers. Every organization and every place uses assistants differently. But here we have such big projects now that we really need a team member to help manage and usually here, the things are divided between kind of what we call the front and the back. So our ASMs generally tend to be in charge of props and set changes and um, costumes. And we tend to be more focused on the lights and the sound. If there's a lot of big scene changes, we're often got our hands in it. But it's kind of like a divide and conquer between the team. We're also working on lines, script changes when there are script changes in it and tracking all of that. Um, so. Because we're a union theater, union stage managers need to be in the room. So our ASMs tend to be the ones that do uh, a lot of the legwork and go to the shops and get questions answered and communicate information when we can't. Yeah. I would also say that um, a more, uh, I think, a better term for an assistant stage manager is a deck stage manager. So basically, they're the ones who are backstage, making sure that everything backstage is going on the way that we in, intend it to um, for the shows. So if there's a, someone sprains their knee in the middle of the show, they're the ones who are like figuring out how to help deal with that. If somebody forgets a prop, they're the ones who have the letter backstage so that the actor can run back off and get it, you know, things like that. So that's they're sort of the brains um, behind the scenes, really. And, and speaking of things that can go wrong, can you, uh, either of you, have tell us any stories from the years you've been at APT? Things well, you just started one. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So uh, our not our opening night performance of Twelfth Night, but our second performance of Twelfth, or our, uh, the performance after opening of Twelfth Night, David Daniel, who's playing Malvolio, has to come on with a letter at the end of the show, and he's very angry, and he's talking to Olivia about how angry he is about this letter. Well, David Daniel did not remember to bring the letter on with him during that performance. So he came out, started his line, realized that he didn't have the letter, ran back off stage, and the whole cast was great because they all sort of took like two steps towards where he went and just looked after him. <laughs> And then he came back on with the letter. <laughs> so I have a feeling that the audience had no idea that anything was different or uh, was changed, but everybody's adrenaline was going like 100 miles a minute. <laughs> I can't think of one for my shows. I think the legendary one is Jim Ridge. In, Jim Ridge is legendary. <laughs> in the Comedy of Errors, when he's supposed to come on with a gun and, sh and shoot it off and the crowd's supposed to stop because it was get the tension. And he ran on without the gun, put his hand in the air and said, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and the play kept going on. But yeah. boy, he admits that every season to our new company members to help them relax and know <laughs> you can make mistakes and the play can still go on. Yes. And um, you mentioned that you belong to the stage manager's union. What, what does that uh, help with? I mean, what? What does that bring to the table? We're actually not part of a stage manager's union. Stage managers are part of Actors' Equity, which is the union that represents 
actors and stage managers. And I think that the things that help the um, that the union helps with are they mandate certain things. So there are mandated breaks, there are mandated um, uh, forms of safety, that sort of thing. So that um, it just helps to make the workplace environment be a safe and comfortable one for everybody. And how many hours a day we can work. And- exactly. Yeah. So we don't end up working until two o'clock in the morning like I used to do back in the days before I was non-union. And um, are there special challenges to being a stage manager at APT that you'd like to mention? Oh, sure. Um, So weather is a big one, of course. Um, So I would say that um, we're, I I think of us as like the referee at a baseball game um, or at a football game that I'm the one that's going to stop in case of weather. So there's a team of people always making that decision up in the booth, but the actual, the actual putting into motion, the actual stopping is usually what we do. So we actually have the house manager come down to the stage to dismiss the actors, and then we make the announcement that we're going to hold and take another look at the weather. So we're all sort of amateur meteorologists um, who specialize in one little tiny dot on the map of Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, and I just think the general size of our campus and the being able to be in and out, we move a lot more. Traditionally, you're rehearsing in a room, and then you move to the stage, and then you perform. But because of the nature of rep, we're in and out of our rehearsal rooms on the stage and back. So there's a lot more physical um, movement. Logistics. And logistics mm-hmm. for stage managing here at APT. And it sounds like the stage manager is is the queen in this case of logistics and, and making sure that things We go, like to think right. so, yes. <laughs> yes, especially the schedule. And um, just rehearsal is a very big logistic problem. Yeah, making sure everybody, all the actors are in the right place at the right time is one of the hardest things that we do. And we're grateful to you both for doing it so well. Thank you for joining us today. Thank Thank you you. so much. American Players Theatre Talk Backs to Go is a co-production of Orange Tree Imports and Audio for the Arts. Please find us on iTunes and YouTube under APT Talkbacks to Go. Our theme song is called Play in the Woods and is written and performed by myself, Ben Ferris, Tyler Willenbrink, Noah Gilfillan, Elliot Gilfillan, Grant Blaschka, and Susan Hofer. With Orange Schroeder, I'm Buzz Kemper. Thank you for listening. Production of Orange Tree Imports and Audio for the Arts.